Hello, this is Austin from the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith, and I would not be the filmmaker I am today, barely respected with no hits to my name, were it not for the wonderful world of Disney. We all love Disney, man. Whether it's the movies, the parks, the Marvel movies, what have you, man. Disney is in our DNA. And you know whose DNA it's really in? The Magic Our Way podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. You want to go Disney hard? Never Disney soft. That's the show for you. Magic Our Way podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's all the Disney. You looking for a little D or the big D? Magic Our Way's got it for you. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of... The Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. The Magic R-Way Podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You were listening to the Magic Are We podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRWay.com is where you can find us. For today's show, we are talking about episode two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. As always, to join in our discussion, we have a resident comic genius and Marvel master from Eva, from Evi? <laughs> from oh, Ivory. 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 Ebony and Ivory, Ivory. Comics.com. <laughs> you miss it out. You miss it Mr. out. Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm doing great. Just another day to be with you guys. Be truly magical. What? Not glad to be here. Yeah, man. You still here. I'm always here, right? That was a nice sleepover. I think I live here now. <laughs> well, you might as well sleep in again, yeah. You yeah. sleep in the studios. You're, you're the studio keeper. I, yes. I will gladly take that. It's, this is a very cool studio to crash out. Thou shall not pass. Oh, watch TV. Okay. Or go to bed before four. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us on this show is our resident travel agent for Magical Moments Vacation. Vacation? Leecation. Oh Leecation. <laughs> Leecation. Leecation. I must be thinking about Lee Lasavica, the Shaggy TA. How you doing, sir? Oh, good, man. Just over here, uh, a wizard without a hat. Oh, uh, but you have a beard, though. Yes. Our hatless That's wizard. Right. Yeah. You have a beard, and I can't speak English. It's okay. He's a sorcerer. <laughs> He's baking spells. I'm not a sorcerer because I, I don't have a hat. He's a wizard. It's a wizard. Oh, I am a sorcerer. That's right. I am a sorcerer. I'm Thank a, you. A wizard without a hat. Man, we messed ro- that all up. I was letting you just roll that one out for yourself. <laughs> Thank you, you, sir. There you go. Wizard. 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 Sorcerer. Wizard. Cheese wizard. I'm a cheese wizard. <laughs> You're a cheese wizard. I'm going to change the intro for you now. <laughs> <laughs> Forget Shaggy T.A. Your ass is a cheese wizard. She's a cheese wizard. You go to Philadelphia, you'll be like, wait, without Lee. <laughs> Wait. Wait. All right. So, anyway, guys, look, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we are talking about the second episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which for us has a lot of New Orleans ties to it. Well, one. We'll say one. Eh, yeah. Oh, two. We'll say yeah, two. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Mackey from New Orleans, Louisiana, and Sam in the MCU, at least, yeah. is from New Orleans. So, we have a, you know, we, we kind of feel a kindred spirit. Represent there. now, boy. Yep. Yeah, you know, he liked to represent Nola all the time. That's, That's what he right. said in the first episode, at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, discussing that. And look, make sure that you are subscribed to us on YouTube as great things will be coming your way starting right now. Like I said last week, again, now 
you'll get to see us do our thing live. You can see us do this discussion that we're about to have on the Hub live on YouTube. And we'll be posting different segments for our podcast as well as our reviews and all this kind of stuff, man. And it's going to be more than the static image with the waveform that you've been used to that we've been doing for the past years. But look, we're approaching Shore 400, and we want to step up our game. So we're int- starting to introduce video, uh, kind of like Austin out there in Las Vegas with his lukewarm cinema. Now we're taking a Magic Our Way podcast. Video. Take it there. Take Next it level. there. We flying now. That's right. Summer weekends, ladies and gentlemen. Look, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go continue discussing some Marvel Falcon and Winter Soldier magic. And go watch us emote on YouTube. Emote. Welcome to the queue, and this is the segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. And so before we get to all the Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff, I want to just kind of talk about this real quick because it's quite poignant. Ooh, And uh, what I'm talking about is the facial recognition technology at Walt Disney World that's being tested. Have you guys heard of this? I have not. Yeah. So look, in contrast to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Walt Disney World is testing a way to arrive at a more touch-free experience. Who don't want Ah. touch-free? Well, Falcon and Winter Soldier love touching each other. Yeah, well, I'm saying, you see I what I did there? Touch a knee, yeah, I'm saying. Like, yeah, touch don't, a you, knee. <laughs> don't you go to certain clubs so you get the touch full experience? Exactly. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless I get to touch it for free. <laughs> no, there's no sex in the champagne room. What are y'all talking about? Oh, oh well, yeah. That way Am I, I missing something? I, I, I don't know. Not yeah. since COVID. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, totally about that. Yeah, wear a mask for your dance. There you go. Look, as of a few days ago, Disney's Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World is testing facial recognition technology that converts a guest face into a unique number, unique, Monique, a unique number ID that is linked to their admission ticket. Wait, they turn your face into a number? Face off. No, yeah. They, 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 <laughs> off. They, take, <laughs> they take your face and they convert it into a unique number into the system. So the, the computer program sees your face. They recognize all the features, converts it to a number, and then it ties to your ID number, your ticket ID number. It would be like prison in the future. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Okay. And look, all of this testing is being done in the name of improving the guest experience, especially as we navigate into the COVID world or post-COVID world, depending on when you are listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's always for the guest experience. Yes. It's always for the guest experience. Well, have we not done any, you know, figure know, this man. out during the entire... Since we're doing this podcast, everything's no man. The guests, the guests asked for this. I don't know, man. This sound like Big Brother watching. <laughs> you understand? Look, yeah. I want to be like Falcon Winter Soldier and touch. Yeah, I want to reach out and touch a brother. I don't want nobody get my face and then turn that into a number, and then next time I go for a bank loan, like five, six, seven, eight, turn him down. Like, wait, I'm I'm a person. I'm the, not a set of numbers. The Marvel Master <laughs> was denied a bank that. loan. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, when they make my number, they'd be like. Two seven two. Look at that nose, Jesus Christ! Nine. <laughs> nine. Um, <laughs> no, they made yours eight six seven five yeah. three zero oh, nine. I'll give uh, the eyes uh, an eight, but that nose is a three. <laughs> that would be so messed up, right? Your numbers is ratings based on your looks. It's like, all in your face. Right? Oh my god! What about Lee's face that extends well into his abdomen with that beard? Oh, there's exponents for that. There's exp- okay. It's a multiplication. So rule. they're not scanning your magic band anymore. They're scanning your face. They're scanning your face. Yes. Your face. Is it so they could like scan your face and then when you take a picture in the parks, 
instead of having that face mask on, they can put your face <laughs> on that your That would picture. be some cool technology. Yes. Face like, off. Yes. But back on. Back on, pass. Face on, face off. With face a dragon on, face off. flying around. There's you walk, riding down Splash Mountain, and it's like a deep fake kind of face on your Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Body. Yeah, there you go. They're going to be like, wow, you look really calm going yes! down that ride. <laughs> wow, you got nerves of steel. My goodness, you were thin. Oh, wait, that's not my body. Uh, <laughs> oops. Because you're not allowed to scream. That's why. Ah, that's right. Oh, yeah, why can't you scream? Uh, it's a thing, man. It's a whole thing now. All right, so look, this this is optional, of course. Oh, good. And okay. it's only being tested between the period of March 23, 2021 and April 23, 2021. Okay. 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 And look, if, if you want to use this tech, Visitors need to arrive with a Disney Park Pass and reservation and a valid theme park commission, of course. You can't just show up and do the test and expect to just get in if you don't have any of this. Well, wait, if you're doing the test, if you're a guinea pig, shouldn't you get free admission? Like, you like, should. Scan my face. Like, you you know, should. How do I know what they're going to do with my face? That's right. Thank you. They're going to put on a castle projection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the, the magic mirror. Yeah. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall, and there's my face. I'll be the tip of the castle. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Just the tip. Uh, only the tip. <laughs> only the tip. Nothing else. Just Touch free. Aren't they doing this to try to combat, like, people using other people's tickets and annual passes and things like that? They don't have that figured out by now? Well, I mean, but they're not using the finger scan right now. So, oh. like, but they can't use it because it's all touch. They want touch. Right. So yes. I think, they want I think touch people free. are taking advantage of that and borrowing their friend's annual pass or something. I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, like, look, here, look, it gets better. You ready with this? Because once you have the, 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 the ticket admission and the reservation, you would use a, a simple entry lane designated for the test, and you would remove all accessories except for the face covering. So it can scan you even without the face, even with your face mask on, it, it can know your face? That's exactly what is being implemented. My iPhone can't even do that. Well, this is better than your iPhone. This is looking you deep in the eye. This is, from the, this is from the people that can't get good Wi-Fi. It has better technical. I <laughs> highly doubt that <laughs> this technology is greater than my iPhone has. I, I, I think it's like a, a, a pneumatic, but with your face. Mm. They're going to just do little points or whatever. Why not just like, Verify that it's you to whoever the cast member or the security guard or whatever. They just say, "Here's a now here's a photocopy of a good shot of my face." And they hear you scan. Why can't we do retinal scans? Like every movie, they always do the retinal scan. Oh, that'd be the great. Handprint, the handprint thing. No, um, touch free, touch free. You got to be touch free. You got to touch free. And, and your your nose and your mouth has to be covered. All that's showing is your eyes. Retinal scan. Oh, that's probably what it's going to if all he needs is our eyes. Right. Well, here's the thing. Let me give you the full story before we all continue. Look, so you face the camera. You get the picture even with mask or without mask or whatever, but chances are with mask because they follow protocols. And then later you will position your ticket or the magic band close to the scanner to activate, quote unquote, activate the technology. So they scan your face and they scan your, scan your ticket media to match things up. They got to scan both? That's, you got my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what that should you? be enough. One scan. Yeah, but how do they link that? I mean, I can understand that. One scan, one love. <laughs> one scan. One you got one folks. database of tickets. You got another database of faces. Somehow they got to have that primary key that links both. I don't know. I oh, saw the how they did it in Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger wore that fat lady's face. Oh, know. with the, the third nipple? <laughs> no. Remember he there was a he oh, yeah, the no, fat I remember. lady and he took the, his head off. Get ready like for a surprise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Surprise. That's how it's going to be. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. Retinal scan, I'd be cool with. I don't know about scanning all my face. Like, what if 
you're like really pudgy that day. And then the next time you go, you lose a lot of weight. God, I wish I had that problem. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, people's faces alter all the time. Say you get in the... Well, my iPhone can figure that out, but it can't figure out just my eyes. Yeah. I, I got to have my face mask covering off. Like, I can wear sunglasses, and my iPhone still knows it's me. Hey, look, my iPhone can't figure out my thumbprint after I've been eating, like, <laughs> seafood. It's me! It's me! <laughs> I just can't wipe my finger right now, but I need to answer this I call. I don't know you. I don't know you. You add your thumbprint. It's oh, greasy. Crawfish guts. That's what exactly what it is. That deliciousness. I just don't trust, tech, trust technology that well. This coming from a technology expert. I was about to say, let me tell you this. Eli, look, as any IT person working with security would expect, Disney says they say that it has implemented technical, administrative, and physical security measures to protect guest information. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember I did that long time ago? They did the dark web stuff with people all your information. That's, oh, what they, yeah. that's what they all say. And then you get an email like six months later. I'm sorry, your face has been corrupted. corrupted yeah. <laughs> that's you the need right. to change your face. Yeah. Was that Minority Report? Yeah. Really? yeah. Please come no, back in. Minority Report, he had to remember because he had to get new eyes. He had to get like. Um, oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. They, they did the retinal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The eyeballs say the same, but like, yeah, you know, if your face has been corrupted, your eyeballs been what do you do because it's, it's all you got oh man that'd be messed up you go you back got, to the fingerprint <laughs> yeah, yeah you gotta keep your they're eyes. gonna have some they're gonna have some new eyeballs that you, for you at the gift shop oh you know, magic balls <laughs> it's gonna be an eyeball on a stick you just oh. put the eyeball to for the 1999 you can buy that yeah. at the gift shop yeah of course my I, my pupils are gonna be mickey <laughs> <laughs> It's me. One last thing. If for any of our Mawikans that are going back down there during this period, if you're going to the Magic Kingdom multiple times, they ask you that you use the same entry line so they can help better understand how the technology works. So they can get bolster their user story. Work the bugs out. So, think, so yes. yeah, I was going to say, so the trick is, is if this is a more secure way of keeping track of their guests. No, it's a touch-free way, basically what it is. Yeah, it's a touch-free way. Of get, uh, you're just helping them right. not get screwed by people who are sharing passes right now in, in COVID times because they're not doing the fingerprint thing. Right, okay. right. Yeah, they're getting rid of the pneumatic. What do they call it? Pneumatic. Is it pneumatic? No. I don't know. It's not pneumatic. Biometrics. 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 Yeah, okay. they call it biometrics. Yes, yeah. okay. The fingerprint scanner dealer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about all of that. I mean, you got that's what you got guards for, and that's what you got, you know, whoever. You got all that other security. And then, like, let's say the well, machine Well, they're trusting technology down. to be infallible versus guards being fallible. Well, I mean, you're Disney. You're charging $10 for a hamburger. Suck it up. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. No who's, who's, you got a good point, though. No matter who's doing the fraud or not, they still got to pay to get in. You know, the I princess mean, and the fraud. Yeah, <laughs> now, you can't tell the difference between the frog and the prince as well. Then you need to fix that, that scan software. That'll be the new scan. You got to kiss a frog to Ooh, get in. Watch out now. <laughs> <laughs> Frog's like, yes, I knew it was you. Unless you want uh, more. <laughs> way yes, when more yeah. kissing would be nice. Kissing eh? is. <laughs> yes. Now look, guys. Look, interesting enough. Back in July 2019. The Orlando Police Department discontinued testing of Amazon's own face recognition software called Recognition with a K instead of a C. Uh, because, I mean, the reason was because they, they couldn't dedicate the resources to the pilot and allow them to make any noticeable progress towards completing the needed configuration detection. That's what they say. They didn't have the resources to continue with the testing. But, interesting, OPD stopped their own recognition testing. And now here's Disney coming along with, hey, we're testing our own thing. Can I ask you a question? Are you down with OPD? 
No, you know me. I ain't about touch free. <laughs> no, I need to touch. Baba B. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Is it that hard to just have a, a canister of hand sanitizer after you do the touch? Like, after you touch your fingerprint to it, to just spray your hands, and that way you're, you're fine, as opposed to scanning my whole face. Like, I'm saying, like, unless you're using my face for, like, really cool things, like putting a face on me when I have my face mask on. On Stacy? Oh, wow. No, no. You're going to get wet. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if, if you can't put my face on something, you know, like, again, like a photo picture or something or, you know, like, take an image of us and put us like now we're one of the hitchhiking ghosts in, like at the end of the ride in the Honda Mansion that are messing up with your heads and stuff like that. You can't take my picture and, and use it as a digital projection in, a, in an attraction. If, if all you're doing is using my face for security purposes, let me put my damn thumbprint down and just give me a, some hand sanitizer to wipe my hands right after I do it. I'm sure that's next. Because when they take the picture, I mean, it all just goes into a, a, a database. And I'm sure any computer system or web application that they've come up with can just access said database and put your face on a hitchhiking ghost. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Like, if you had, like, different things. Like, what are other uh, technologies? Like, uh, uh, let's say that you uh, ride, oh, I don't know, what's a video screen one? Oh, uh, Soarin'? Flights of Passage. Okay. Uh, Soarin' and your face is on the golf ball? Yeah. <laughs> Let's say you ride Flights of Passage and they use your face. On a banshee. A, to make, no. <laughs> oh, no? Not a banshee. An app. A like, banshee. A, a put me guy. on a banshee. A Navi. Oh, you navi. want me on a Navi? Yeah. And now I really look like my Navi. I want to yeah, be on the whale. Can I be the whale that pops up in the water? Well... Whatever you want no, to or like, or like uh, Smuggler's Run. Let's say they alter a part where, like, since you're all sitting there, they had your face scanned, and then they like they show like your faces on the screen, you know, as the engineer, as the pilot. Duh, 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 duh. That's a slightly enhancing experience. Oh, you go a through a ride movie. Yeah. You go through Mexico, and you're having a margarita with a senorita in Mexico as the three caballeros are flying by. That's it. I think and that's he, perfect. I think that's like that technology. I'll get behind, but. Using my face for security reasons? No. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> or maybe they can capture my face and put it in some kind of end sequence video for Spaceship Earth. Oh, there you go. Oh, wait. They ready to do that. Mm, not well, but yeah. I'll go. I'm with that. I'm yeah. with that. Yeah. I mean, you have to also hope that the people behind the scenes are good people and not try to figure out some way to take your face and use it for some sort of weird identity theft or something. Because that is your face. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, if you ride Spaceship Earth, they got your face. But that's okay. That's fair. I mean, but, granted, it's not the best, but they still yeah. got your face. It's, it's, say, it's a very this. static image. It's not like a yeah. full, like, I don't know what kind of a scan they do of your face. I think for Barnard Bed, it's like it's, it's full scan, like different okay. points on your face. Yeah, no. Better than Spaceship Earth. But for people like, oh, they got my face now. They have your face if you ride that. Especially if you look at this, the dang camera. They have a picture of your face. They don't have a full It's still scan. your face. Yeah, but it's not but it's like, a picture. It's but still a face. It's just like facial. Except, but, like, but that's the thing. It's like people argue. It's like, oh my God, they took my picture and they're going to keep it. It's like they... If you look at the camera in Spaceship Earth, they got your picture. What? Yeah, but like just because they take a, a straight-on shot of your face doesn't mean that they know your side profile and what you look like. Is your nose protrude a little bit more? Or your is your chin? Oh, I don't know if they do a side profile. That's what I'm saying. From what I think, it's just a straight-on thing measuring your different points of your. Oh, face. that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah, no, I don't think it's they do. They, I don't think they do like a, a prison vi video. Picture. No, because it'd be a like prison? three different versions. Well, you know, you do you your straight-on shot. You do this left profile. side, right side. Like, if they're scanning you to make like a, a like an action figure of your body. 
hot. No, I don't think they do. I think they, they do they. straight on like oh, you. Like when you awesome. go, like the oh. tablets to take your temperature when you go to the hospitals, it's like that. That would be awesome. You could purchase your own Disney action figure. Oh, like a 3D. Yeah. Like, make me Captain Marvel. Yeah. Make me Ca- Captain America. America. Make me Winter Thor. Soldier. You're talking about like those little things like when the 80s with, in theme parks where they used to shoot like plastic and they mold it to your face? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd, that'd be, be good. Cool. That you would get your own custom-made like Navi action figure. Wait, wait, wait. Copyright MagicRWay.com yes. 2021. Copyright FU Disney. Yes. <laughs> MagicRWay LLC. I know some toy makers too. Do you? Yeah, I made a geisha figure toy. You oh, made a geisha figure? Well, I, I've, I've since I had somebody else create one. I've never seen it. And That's why don't why don't I have said toy? What's, yeah, what's, what's, the, deal? what's, what's the problem? They yeah. only they only made the one. They're not like a mass produced. You like, never thought to bring it by, so you check it out. I thought to show you a picture of it. I don't. I want to touch did. the dang thing. Yeah. Oh, now we touch free. We not touch free, the boy. No, I, I want to freely touch the dang thing. Kevin's been very touchy. I'll bring. You know, I should just bring it to the to the studio. Maybe. Yeah, when we review, when we shoot our next video podcast, maybe we can work out a custody arrangement where we each get the figure for like one week. Yeah, maybe yeah, it'll like work Kevin. out better than a wiki. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want the week after Kevin's week. I was like, how about like, just give you the book? Yeah, uh, like, <laughs> Kevin gets it and it goes back to you, then I'll take it again. Because- oh, God, that reminds me. It's like we, we, we haven't talked about Winter Soldier yet, but... I, I feel like Sam doesn't want the sloppy seconds. What sloppy seconds? <laughs> oh, Wait, the what? Shield? The, the shield. shield, yeah. You don't want to be a second guy carrying the shield? <laughs> you want to be a third guy. Sorry, I don't well, mean to go off Well, you're already going to be a second guy because Captain America was the first guy, so you're already going to be a second guy. No, U.S. Minimum, Asian's the second guy. Technically speaking. So minimum, you're third guy. No, technically you're the third guy. Tony Stark's yes. dad touched the shield first. Oh, okay. And then gave it to... Steve Rogers. So now we're down to fourth people? Exactly. Okay. So uh, two more and we got Kevin Bacon. All right. Give it time. Anyway, foreshadowing, guys. Look, make sure you check that video out on YouTube and make sure you stay tuned to this episode because we're going to talk about what's going on. Anyway, yeah. Touch free. Touch free. Touchless. Facial recognition. Would y'all do that test? Do I, what, what? If we, if we went to Disney World right now, would y'all do that test? No, not unless we got any of the cool applications that we outlined. I, I need some cool applications. I'm not just trying to help Disney save money. Yeah, that's a lot of need to say. I mean, if I, if I have a choice to not do it, yeah, I would choose to. So is that like, it. is that like you don't want to go to the self-checkout line because like, I don't work here. There's a, there's a difference between no, the no, self-checkout no. line and put your face on something where it's yes. in somebody else's database and there's nothing you can do about yeah, it. Yeah, no, if self if self checkout gets me out of there faster than waiting in a long line, I'm I'm going to self checkout. But there's no benefit to me going to facial recognition software technology BS whatever the heck this well, is. Yeah, I mean technology itself, it's all about the person who uses it. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, give me something for my. Tr- <laughs> you're taking my face. Your identity. Yes. Pretty much. I mean, you get an egg roll. Okay, fine. I'll take it. No, oh, well, <laughs> I'll take it. I at least need two turkey Look, Disney, All we need is an egg roll. Just yeah. haggle with me a little bit. Make me feel like my face is worth something. Yeah, <laughs> you get a frozen banana. Right. What's the value of my but, face? Oh, your face is only worth some popcorn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you get a single balloon as opposed oh, to a nested balloon. Your number is three ninety nine. Your face, you get a Dole Whip. Oh, nice. Oh, you you get Jasmine. Ooh, oh, I said the numbers there. Be like, you want the face again? Yeah. Hi, there you go. Face <laughs> again. Again. Touch that. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just not a, I'm not yeah. a fan of it. I, I just, I'd probably give it a shot. Just but it's past it. the reasons, yeah. you know, of 
Disney, Disney. You give it a on. shot even without any of the benefits that we discussed. Even without the benefits, yeah, I'm good. You well, what? Supportive. What, what, what would supportive. be? What would be the good part for you? Just that you help Disney. Just that I help Disney. Yeah. Not let yeah. the scammer scam them. Or is, yeah, whatever. But, sure. but but Kev, we do certain shows about Disney employees that do bad stuff with the trust that the customer gives them. Certain people, not all cast well, what, members. What bad are they going to do? That, they, that nobody can do right now. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's one thing when the people have, like, your credit card numbers and they have the ability to do that. But, like, your face, I think there's just a I mean, lot. If you got a Facebook or Instagram, they got your face. Somebody's got your face. You got Twitter, somebody's got your face. They got your you, face. They, I mean, driver's license, they got your face. But it's, like, 3D recognition software or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you obviously that Robin Williams movie. Like, what was it, one-hour photo? And, like, he would become attached to families by looking at their pictures because he was developing a picture. Same thing happened in Red Dragon. Like, he's developed. He was de- like, what if somebody, like, from Disney sees your face and becomes fascinated with you? And they can't stop looking at your face and they take your face off. Oh, my God. And they're, like, projecting it on the wall and stuff like that. I mean, that would be kind of freakish. Can you it? imagine that? Our face saw somebody would be like, ah, I'm making all these faces. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want them to hunt me down, though. Right, exactly. Trying like, to cut uh, my skin off. They would need to offer me some kind of incentive. I like I'm the thought good. of being I'm a good. toy or whatever. Like, I, I think you want to be a toy. I, an action I like, figure, yes. Yeah. All right, Lee, up. what about you, dude? Whatever gets me through the line faster. So if, it's, if that line's faster, I'll do that. But I don't really... It doesn't bother me, honestly. Like... Because you only got quarter face. Yeah, they want to steal my face. They're going to steal my face anyway. So whatever. It's like people are like, oh, you're going to put the chip in you. Dude, we already, they already got the chip in you. It's your phone. It's your, you know, it's like you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you're on that. They want you, they got you. Wow. So you just Disney's <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and, you know, is that, um, they have no pretty much. Wow. Me. Go right back to the flip phone if it's like that. Brought me down, man. Bring me down. <laughs> oh. Well, on that note, yeah, we're curious we're, to know what you guys think about the facial recognition technology testing. We're all doomed. Would you like to see this implemented in the park sometime in the future? Why or why not? Make sure you let us know what you think about that. Show at magicourway.com. And let us know what you would like Disney to do with your face. Like, put it on a Rice Krispie treat or a cupcake. <laughs> like, what if I Or see, a Mickey bar. Or a Mickey bar. It's, 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 it could like, be, we could have a Danny bar, a Danny an bar. Eli bar, or <laughs> a Lee bar, yes. a me bar. There's have so many turtle cool things. talk with crush and it's your face instead oh i love turtles they're delicious be your face over no the turtles body. no kevin no i meant like the chocolate thing with the nuts and the cookies oh well, yeah that okay <laughs> were you talking about the animal Ugh. oh wait i drink turtle soup it's all good turtle soup? Yeah, it's all good. No, i was just thinking of something digital like that would be fun whatever the case is we're keeping you away from turtles face yes <laughs> And here we are in the hub, and this is our main topic segment of the show. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, we are talking about the episode, the second episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And so if you want to see us do this uh, live through your video screens, uh, make sure you go to our YouTube channel, and then you can see us do this exact same segment, uh, looking at the cameras, looking straight at you right there in the audience. And I pointed at the camera, but there, this is a podcast. So I don't know why I'm pointing souls. at the camera. Yes, right. And, uh, it's a podcast part, but that's right. okay. But look, yeah, make sure you go over there, check that out, subscribe, like it, comment. You know what to do on that channel. But look, today we are viewing episode two of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series on Disney+. Plus. But before we jump right into it, I want to take a second and give you a little spoiler warning. Uh, we're going to dive right into it all and spill the beans of everything that's happened on this second episode. So if you haven't, 
watched it and don't want things to be ruined for you, make sure you hit the pause button and save this to one of your, I don't know, to view list or to listen to playlists. And make sure you come back to us later because we are diving right into the details in five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler time! Spoiler, we're in the French Quarter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are in the French gotcha, Quarter. Cha. I'm not on my alarm clock to sound like that. I know. That make you want to like really get up in the morning and smile and dance. And jump, yeah. jump. Yeah. Second line your way to the shower. Yeah. 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 Second line out of the shower. Mm-hmm. Second line onto the pooper. Yeah, it is. <laughs> be awesome. That's a number yeah. two line. <laughs> That's the second line. You're right. That is the second line. Look, y'all, allow me to provide a little summary of all the cast of characters that we have in this episode. Okay. okay. So last week, we saw the separate lives that Sam, a.k.a. the Black Falcon, and James, a.k.a. (laughs) the White Panther, were leading. And in this episode, they meet up and work side by side, or rather, I should say, front to front. Mm -hmm. Like, really close front. Right up in there. Like, scissors facing each other, intertwining each other's manliness close type of front front. It was was tight awkwardness. It was tight. Did you say tight awkwardness? Yes. Oh, it was tight awkwardness. Yes, folks, it was that close. How about that? (laughs) And also, we learn a little bit more about U.S. agent John Walker, a.k.a. the new Captain America, and his sidekick of color, Battlestar, a.k.a. LeVar Burton. Wait. No. Um, <laughs> uh, reading Rainbow. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, not Wrong LeVar one. Burton. Yes. Yeah. Lamar Hoskins. The names are so familiar, I kind of got confused. Reading Rainbow is better than Battlestar. Yeah. You would have liked LeVar doing that? Uh, I would love Or ba- Jordy. Jordy. Sure. Yeah. Jordy might be a little bit old for the sidekick role. Oh, yeah. Okay. But he would have sure. brought experience to He could have been the Isaiah character. He would have had yeah. superpowers mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. What about Lamont? Oh, that dummy. Lamont. Yeah, Lamont. You big dummy, get the shield. Get the shield, throw it. Well, guys, speaking of super guys with color and keeping in mind that this episode didn't really explicitly say this, but we also meet the original black Captain America, Isaiah Bradley, and his grandson and young Avenger to be Elijah. And then, of course, the last character to be introduced is uh, the one and only Zemo. And he is, in fact, our cliffhanger for this week. Mm-hmm. So, gents, uh, allow me to turn it over to our Marvel master, Eli to lead us off with his thoughts and his emotions regarding the episode two of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, Eli, if you will, sir, tell us what's up, man. Well, thanks, Kevin. How are you feeling about this? I tell you what, credit be to this episode, because that was a lot of characters they had to squeeze in there, and they still made it seamless. And uh, I I think for a second episode, it's a good follow-up to the first one. Uh, I do say, though, there's a... There's a serious race component that has happened here. <laughs> it is just, if we weren't sure in the first one, <laughs> it's just really in your face in yeah. this one. Oh, yeah, with the cop scene and all oh, that. I was yeah. Gonna, yeah, like, if it's bad enough that Falcon can't get a bank loan, <laughs> brother still got to be harassed. I don't understand. In Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore, they're right? Doing, they're doing all the racial movie tropes. I mean, next week they're going to be in Nordstrom's and the sales associates are going to be following the Falcon through the store. And- like, can I check your pocket, sir? Yeah. <laughs> sir, we don't carry any cash in the store. We just want you to know. Yeah, please. please. Oh, you're the Falcon. Can I take a picture? Yeah. Oh, I am so, so sorry. <laughs> but your credit is still not going to work here. We can't accept it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you weren't sorry before when you are harassing me. Exactly. I mean, man. It was but- thick. It was. And then, I don't know why, but the Isaiah Bradley part I got flashbacks of the color purple where they had, you know, Danny goes, you know, get off my land. Like, that's what I kept thinking. I, I would have liked. Get out of my house. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all knew you had. Like, come on. Going to give him a little more. Yeah, but he threw the Altoid cannon to the wall. Yeah, whatever that, that was. was like 
Yeah, it's time to go. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I think we could do with a shield. No kidding. <laughs> I thought he was going to pull out something. I, yeah, no, I thought he was about to throw it down right there. Like, yeah. You, you want to go? I'll kick your ass in Korea. <laughs> Took your arm off. So Let's go now. Do it, huh? Huh? But uh, other than that, it was, it was a lot of characters to really put in. And they they sold U.S. Agent pretty good, I think. They still haven't said U.S. Agent that he's... No, straight up USA. He's just Captain America. He's just America. new Captain America. New Captain America. And by the GC, GRU. Homecoming King. Yeah, I mean, wow, what an intro. All star quarterback. I did like, did you like that as a musician? What's that? Like the, how they did the Marvel Studios, but they had the high school band playing the music to it. I did like that. Yeah, I like cool. that. I wonder if they can do like a different type of intro every time, like a different little theme with each one. Because that, that was cool. Kind of like Wanda. Yeah, it yeah. was. It, was, it could have been. Good. Yeah. I mean, I like. I like how it led into that particular scene. That made sense. Yeah, like a yeah, drumline exactly. thing. He's, he's at his old high school. Yeah, and they're showing him kind of showing that he's kind of you know so nervous. Yeah, I just, just want to do, do the job. I've been man. a captain before, but not like this kind of yeah. captain. You know, so I want to do the job. Bro. I, I felt that uh, level of humanity uh, with the, but uh, then towards the middle, would you guys say he kind of got? I don't have a better word for this. You talking about New Captain America? Yeah, New Captain America. Like he yeah, he kind of became a dick right yeah, at the end. Was, you know? That's exactly. El Ducho? Yeah, El Ducho's good because I was going to say dickish. But yeah. El Dico? Yes. I, I don't think I thought at the end it was readily apparent. I don't yeah. think that it happened midway through. Like I started off like, okay, so this guy's obviously a bad guy. And then the way they set it up where you start off introducing him, you get a sense of his background. You're at his high school. He's meeting up with Cap, uh, my Cap, uh, Bucky and the Falcon for the first time. I expected to hate this dude, but I kind of was digging the character a little bit. Even as, for whatever reason, this actor looks goofy in the mask. Like he takes the mask off, he looks fine. It's that right. chin. It's yeah, chin, it's the chin. It's a no. It's all that. It's, it's like, like that he, bottom tooth chin. <laughs> yes. He needs hair. Once you see him with the hair, then he looks okay. But when he's got the the cap on there, he kind of looks just like. He looks like the Jägermeister shot, you know, <laughs> that you would see in the billboard. So smooth. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, like I, I kind of started digging it a little bit and there was that dynamic between the two teams. And I was really liking that. It kind of reminded me of um, Running Scared. You remember you had Hughes and Costanza and then the other two. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, but. Yeah, where it was this kind of rivalry going on between the two of them. Yeah, the experience versus the young. Young and up and coming, right. Exactly. And I, I kind of enjoyed that. And all of a sudden at the end, like just when I'm like, okay, so he's not a bad guy. And all of a sudden he's like, stay the hell out of my way. And I'm like, whoa, okay, so he's a bad guy. <laughs> well, I think I took the, the middle part where after they had that fight on the you know on, on the two trucks, which was the awesome. parallel trucks was good. Yeah, that I was like good. That. And that was a I good like casing, showcasing of New Captain America's skills. Like, I, I will give Except him credit. for the gun. Yeah. yeah. Whips out a gun. That was a little tricky, but the original Cap did do that. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Tactically, so yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, wait, what? Well, you can't just whip out a pistol like that, can you? In the MCU, though, he didn't, I don't think. Except for in World War II, First II, Avenger. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. World War II, World War II, yeah. Right prior to him showing up and pulling a gun, if you don't remember, like, Falcon and Bucky were trailing the... The what do they call oh, them? The, the flag, flag smashers. smashers. Yeah. yeah, and he's all ready to go run in there, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! We're not assassins. We don't, we don't do. Or what do you, is that what he said? Assassins, mercenaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assassin, yeah. There you go. So, and then they 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 run off, and Bucky jumps on the truck, and he gets 
kicked out of there by that creepy looking girl. <laughs> <laughs> that girl kicked your ass. Yeah, and then they're fighting, and what does Falcon do? But he sends in Red Wing, who opens fire and starts shooting bullets <laughs> right at the people as they're fighting on the before you even really were sure that they were all super soldiers. So they Falcon shot first. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, so, okay. No yeah. doubt. Well, you know, he said they don't have to play by the rules. Right. You know, well, they're not they're not under any jurisdiction. They don't have to you know, they don't have to have the uh, whatever the the powers to approve their 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 techniques or whatever. That's BS. Well, was yeah, it by the, by that point it was uh Bucky was already compromised? Yeah, he was already he was already get like beat up and then they would like So he sent the red ring, to the ball, yeah. so yeah, and then the, the red ring got broken anyway. So I'll tell you what one part I liked about that scene was Falcon jumps over the the street sign, the highway sign and the, the your girl just busts through the sign. <laughs> just smashes right through it. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, that was zero effective. Cuz you expected yeah. like the, the the sign to take him out and then like nope, bam, just right through the sign. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that whole scene was 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 crazy and uh but like yeah, the truck scene, the action in this show is just is phenomenal. Yeah, we even got some uh what was that? Uh Falcon on Bucky action? Yeah, yeah, when he had to save it from like getting crushed uh, the, the, the truck no no the when they fell off the tra- truck and they rolled down the hill together yeah, arm had, and arm locked yeah he had to fly under the oh truck yeah, yeah that was cool him. you're right yeah, right, right. he's gonna be crushing it that's that when they held yeah. each other in the grass and then he would like get off stop drop and roll yeah. yeah i did like in this episode how you know when, when falcon was initially gonna fly in the truck guy pulled in to kind of block him off we're usually in some movies typical movies they, they that doesn't happen the hero always makes it through and saves a dude. But in this case, you know, your boy turned the truck and Falcon had to kind of retreat a little bit. I appreciated that, actually, as, as far as, like, storytelling goes. Yeah. Because uh, it wasn't typical. You know, you, you expect Falcon to, oh, just swoop in and save your boy. Nope. <laughs> oh, sure. Rejected. Yeah. No. <laughs> Rejected. Blocked. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not, Not on my, my highway. No. <laughs> no, no. Uh, 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 uh. And so the original point is saying, like, after all of that. That Bucky's the bottom. Okay. <laughs> I told yeah. Not much you could do about that. Nothing wrong with that. But new Captain America, that's what I thought to say he was being kind of douchey. It's like when they're walking and then he's like, you know, come on and get in the Jeep, you know, and hang out. And then, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're having their words with each other right there. And then... um Captain America says something along the lines to Falcon, like, you know, it'd be good, you know, if I could have y'all rolling with me like y'all did. Oh, I have, uh, what's that? Captain America's sidekick. Wingman. Yeah, Wingman, yeah. 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 I was like, come on, man. And Sam's like, oh, it's always that last line. Oh, yeah, because it always goes back to me with him giving up the shield. And that's why I was behind Bucky when he was like, why you gave up the shield, man, like in the beginning? Like that still eats at me a little. You gotta stop. That's like, to me, the best part. I just, no, I understand because it's the cop. But now, okay. Yeah, but you know the whole series about him getting the shield and becoming Cap. I know, and he's got to embrace it. In six episodes. But he's not even defining why he's not doing it. Like when they were in the- I think they are, and it's completely overt as to what they're trying to say. And it just keeps happening. And you touched on it at the beginning of it where the racism is just way up in your face. You, oh, yeah. I mean, it's like every five minutes we need a racial statement or situation. situation occur. And we need to figure out a way for Anthony Mackie to say. But I need him to, like, voice it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when he's put in the spot, 
he's like, what, you harassing me again or whatever? And like even the part where, what is it, the doctor had them do the scissor exercise? Oh, yeah, the, the uh, whatever you call it, the staring contest. The staring thing. contest, which was a pretty cool scene. The, oh, the soul-gazing exercise. Sorry, yes. that's what they called it. Yes. And he was asked a question right there. You know, it's funny, my wife got excited about that because she's like, oh, they're using techniques I learned. Ah. Oh, I thought you were going to say Like the miracle question and the soul gaze thing. and things. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, oh, I was excited about the scissors thing. Yeah, I thought y'all both were. <laughs> she was like, Kevin, leave the room. <laughs> I need a moment. <laughs> I, need a, I need a moment need alone a moment. with the TV. That's right. I need that paper I need time. to break this down. I need to analyze what's going on. I'm oh, learning this in class. I'm inspired. Like, no, honey, I got to stay. They touched. They touched. <laughs> they looking at each other lovingly. <laughs> All right. So uh, something I want to mention, the reason why we're doing this particular show and why we're covering this so heavily is the character of Sam in the MCU and the actor that plays him. You know, they, they have very close New Orleans ties. Yes, he does. So that's a very interesting to us. Uh, you know, we want to support those guys. Anthony Mackie, you know, he was born in New Orleans. He went to Warren Easton. He's a Noka kid. He also went to North Carolina School for the Arts when he was high school. He graduated from there, so that's great. Uh, the MCU Sam is from Delacour, Louisiana. But the comic book, Sam, and Eli can probably attest to this, is from Harlem, New York. Yes. Which is liberatory. And for you guys ever wondering where Delacroix is, Delacroix is over in St. Bernard Parish, God's country, mm-hmm. right down there. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of water down there close to the mouth of the Mississippi. So it's a very, this, this show is very, you know, they, they did shot, do some shots over here. They did some shots of the shrimp boats. They, they mentioned Delacroix. So this is a very close personal thing for our particular show because we are a New Orleans podcast. It does yeah. involve Surprise, surprise. Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, what do you think? Uh, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about them kind of changing Sam's background uh, from Harlem to does, does it matter? Or is, it, is, it, is it cool? Or what do you think? I mean, I'm fine with it because it was picked here in, a, in our state, our loving state. But We're a little biased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not the yeah I'm not the right person to ask. It's, I have a response bias on this. But I'm right though. He's he's originally a character in the comic books from Harlem, New York. Right? Yes, and yeah. and then really like most characters in Marvel are since Marvel was centered in New York, they mainly are from you know New York City, New York air boroughs, all that kind of yeah, stuff. You know, yeah, Manhattan and everything like that. So it doesn't really change him. Does it? It's not like well, okay, maybe it's fair to say. That in the in the comics, you know, mm-hmm. Falcon doesn't necessarily talk exactly how this Falcon does. Like you know, uh, like you know, I, I know like how, Will Smith, yeah, <laughs> right. You know how folks think you, know? you got your ass up, <laughs> yeah, you know, very Will Smithish. <laughs> Whenever I see him on screen, it's like yeah, it's, it feels like Will Smith. Yeah, yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and I and I don't mind this this aspect of Falcon here. He's a Louisiana I mean, Sam Wilson. Yeah, Falcon, it's yeah. kind of like that. Hey, I'm chill until you stop probing in my business, and yeah. then you know. And look, listen. If you're curious, Delacroix, Louisiana, is about 57 miles from the Fat City Studios, where we are right now. That's yeah. That's ah. yes. Fun I fact. Mean, fun fact. I, no, I, I like know. it. Yeah. Delacroix. Yeah, Delacroix. It's not Delacroix. Delacroix. Cry. Delacroix. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Where would you like to pick it off? Oh boy, okay. So now we've 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 already established about them talking to each other. So I thought that scene was pretty good. No, that was good. Yeah, because the psychiatrist is still in the military, which is kind of funny. Yes, and that's that just... wasn't a request. <laughs> like, damn, damn, you too. That wasn't a request. I love that. I was like, oh, she's still in the military, isn't she? Yeah, and it does kind of give, like Danny was saying earlier, kind of this this portion of the episode does give it like uh, forty eight hours, like the movie kind of gives it that kind of buddy cop kind of feel to it uh which i, I like I, I liked it because it, it kind of picked up where they left off like civil war 
you know, he's like, oh, I really hate you or something like that. You know, that's <laughs> stuff. I love that little dynamic of this. So I was glad I, I was laughing a lot during this episode. So I was really I enjoyed this episode a lot. Yeah, you know, not that I didn't enjoy last week's, but this one I really enjoyed. I was I was, you know, I laughed a lot. But he's a uh, like, white pants, like, no, you're the white wolf. And, like, so oh, does that make uh, you black kid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a problem with that. Too. So I mean, it's like, yeah, that whole black kid black falcon scene there where he's kind of getting on the kid like oh what just because i'm black i'm a black falcon didn't you just pull the whole white panther thing with bucky <laughs> like why are you chastising this kid for thinking you black falcon when you just call bucky white panther because he spent some time in wakanda it's white wolf actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't see the hypocrisy behind that at all uh, that was uh that one scene i did have a problem with yeah, he's razzing kids. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the whole thing of every time this man comes up against something, there is that bizarre component. Now, the the last thing, I like the the villains in this show, but I only like the main villain, like the bigger guy that like stepped on the... the I was going to say, how do you know who the main villain is yet? I, I don't mean, think you do. No, I mean, I guess like physically, like he's the... He's the big one with the crazy hair, right? Like, he didn't show up. He was one the of the guys. I don't think he was in there. Yeah. But I yeah. think that the main villain, and I wanted to ask you about this, Eli. Yeah. The main villain in this one is named Carly Morgenthal. Oh, the girl, yeah. The girl, which is opposed to, in the comic books, Carl Morgenthal, who is the original Flag Smasher. Could you give us a little more insight into that? Wait, what's her name? Flashmaster? Well, her name... Oh. Yeah, well, the, the, the group is called Flash. Coming to the stage, Flashmaster. I was like, what? <laughs> Flash Dancer. You sure it isn't Quartermaster? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not Kirk. But, uh, Kirk was on the show. He was on the oh, show. That's I crazy. What did no, you but her name, her actual name, the character is Carly Morgenthal. And so I did some research about the Morgenthal name. And apparently in the comic books in Marvel, it was Carl Morgenthal, who was the original Flag Smasher guy. Oh, Flag, Bad flag, flag, flag Smasher. Smasher. Okay. Yeah, add the L in there. Flag smasher. <laughs> that's like a, you know, like the thing is, is like that's like a character that's. Um, is it obscure? obscure. Is he obscure guy? Okay. Yes. Because I wanted to ask you about that because I remember some making. I was like, what is this? Like, she's not. He's not. Carl is not a guy. He's. I mean, he's not a girl. But he's a, this he's MCU, it's a girl. But then again, Sam is from Delacroix versus Harlem. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. So well, what's up with that? Man? Well, I mean, the thing is, is that there's so okay. So like, there's this weird period in, in, in time where. They have all the different Captain Americas, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, like they have like you know U.S. Agent. Uh, they you know there's there's this Cap and then there's like you know Falcon Cap and then there was like a time I think they were gonna make Bucky, Bucky Cap, Cap, right? right? Yeah. And, and so like there's this. He's an obscure guy where like he doesn't really come up enough where he has like a major arc, but he's like buried within that lore where there was like so many different versions of the Captain Americas and the comics and whatnot. It's really hard to find that guy. Like that's not even a guy that like, he's a mere thread in the comic book, the quilt of comic. Yeah. And I think that's like through, and maybe like Kirk can tell me different, but I think that's pretty much through Ed Brubaker's run. Oh, Captain really? America. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, in other words, it's not like a guy that's been around since the 60s, 70s, 80s. Like, that was like a real particular run of Captain America. And I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here, but I'm pretty sure this is correct. The Flag Smashers, which is awful in the comics, pretty much had nothing to do with a blip because I don't think there was ever a no. blip. No, there wasn't a blip. Yeah. There was no blip. This is in, all MCU. Yeah. Right. So, I'm sure the Flag Smashers might make sense in the. 
context of how they're supposed to be using the comics. comics yeah. But I don't get the name Flag Smashers for people who think that they're one world. I mean, I guess it's like we're going to eradicate all flags because we're just one world, one people. Is that that's what I took? Yeah, that's what I took. It's like yeah. we're going to smash all flags and unite under one, I guess, flag. Which is kind of funny. We're going to smash all the flags except for this one flag. Why not the country smashers? <laughs> Border smashers. Border smashers. Oh, that's an even a better game. Potato smashers. Oh. Oh, watermelon smashers. The bass the smashers. Gallagher's. Gallagher's. Oh, Gallagher's. We'll call them the OG yeah, Gallagher's. Gallagher's. I MCU. like that. Take it. I'd like to, I'd like to, I would like to pull up some more on that because like, I don't know if that was when they had Cap be part of Hydra in the comics. Because you know, like now in this one, they're bringing Hydra back. Was in. that when he was taken over by a scroll that he became with Hydra? Well, yeah, there was. Yeah, he was. They had the scroll, and the scroll did join Hydra, and then like, but there was the thing where Captain America's name was uh, besmirched. Oh, okay, I got, you, I got you. Nobody really, you know, believed in the symbol anymore, and all this other junk. So I think that's where these cats kind of like came into play. Now, as far as how they are in the show. It's kind of a really odd patriotic thing, and that's what I was wondering what y'all thought about it. Because patriotic that runs Battlestar wasn't even the comic was some kind of patriotic guy, or what? Uh, or what's it? What, I can't remember the name. Yeah, I know. I can't uh, keep up with all that. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I, I know Marvel from the cartoons and the MCU. So yeah, comics is a new realm for me. Then, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's a that's a very messy heap. I I'd, I'd rather look at that, digging that one a little more. As like, messy as the X Men timeline. That one hurt my head. There's, a, a, there's less. There's less movies in that one too. Yeah, so that's gonna say like different. All it takes in, in the X Men timeline is for a telepath to just have a real bad day, and then like the whole thing. Oh, like is Deanna like, Troy, she had a bad day. Yeah, or like oh, you okay, know, cool. Like Jean Grey has a bad day. Professor X has a bad day. There's onslaught. Both like, Jean Greys had a bad day. Right. You know, like they, they, they time of the month doesn't sync together. It's like it's bad. So they're probably more complicated than a Captain America would. But whenever Captain America doesn't have the uh, symbolism behind him, then all this weird chaos ensues because Captain America is pretty much like a one, you know what I'm saying? A one dimensional kind of guy. Like, you know, he gets things done. And once you mess with that, all bizarreness ensues. But don't you feel like these flag smashers are going to be eventually like on our side, I guess is the way to say it, because they're being chased by some other bad guys. And I think, I guess ultimately won't those be the bad guys that Captain America and everyone else is going to fight against, or am I reading too much into it? Like, I feel like they're setting it up to where right now they're the quote unquote bad guys, but eventually you'll be sympathetic to them and you'll see the reason behind their cause and that, you know, they're being, pursued by these other people that are really really the bad guys i agree yes i think that's exactly what they're doing i mean i don't know that you'll be 100 percent sympathetic towards their cause because i mean they're trying to they're trying to bring, bring medicine to sick kids but at the end of the day they still believe that they want a, a world before the blip which is a a world that um, half the people are dead. yeah half the people, half are people didn't exist so right they, they're saying that thanos was right Right. right, exactly. So it's going to be hard to be 100%, but at the same time, they're trying to do some good. But no, Danny, if Thanos was right, then that means he was wrong about me. <laughs> <laughs> and who gets to pick and choose who lives or dies? Dude, right. Okay, so I did not like that. <laughs> you didn't like that? I one? didn't like that. Wait, what? Sam, <laughs> if you were wrong, man, that means he was wrong about me. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Bucky's motivation? I, I like I. I totally like. I'm glad that they gave it to you in that scene, but I really all I wanted to hear him say is because he gave you that shield, not me. He thought you were worthy, not me. I think that's what they're trying to go for, but it was it was too many words. I think that's how I took it. But I was like, you know, you, 
if he, he would have said it like Danny just said it, I think I would have been happy with that. Yeah, well, that's oh, straightforward. Well, you know, I can take Sebastian Stan's job any day. I mean, <laughs> you know, you look just as good as Sebastian. Oh, do Stan. I? I'm, yeah, I mean, we're on video. There, yeah. look, at, look at look at him. Look at him, folks. <laughs> the beauty. The dude's right? fine. And Too much look. beauty. No arm right over here. Look at that. Bam! I like, put some CG out there. Some good. Well, we need to get you a vibrating arm. Oh yes, or yes. a vibrator arm, whichever. One. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and I mean, but to but to see the, the point, I mean, you're right. That would be a great motivation. But look, at the same time, I mean, you go back to Winter Soldier's history in the MCU. I mean, like he, granted, he was under Hydra's rule, but you know, you got to kind of work your way through that. You need some. You set back a ways. So is that what we have here? Two antiheroes. One that is stereotyped, the other one that just happened to have a crazy brainwashing issue to where he has to move his way forward for redemption. Well, I think both of the character motivations are coming across as incredibly weak and, and um, not very well thought through. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm with you, because it's a patriotic thing, but they're talking about the legacy of a patriotic man who they gave away the symbol of his patriotism. Yeah, overall, I just think it's a, a weak motivation that you have Bucky who is now suddenly drawing his self-worth from what Cap's opinion of him was. I mean, it just seems like the character's regressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's done so much good since Winter Soldier. And, and, and he's come for... I mean, I could see if he was dealing with this stuff back in the Civil War days. But um, now he's still kind of coping with, I, I can't move forward. Like, to me, it seems like he understands, like, that wasn't me. I am not the Winter Soldier. I am my own man now, and I'm going to move forward with my life. But did Steve doubt me because he didn't give me the shield? He gave it to Sam. And so that, to me, is a more compelling and more um, believable uh, issue that he's still fighting with as opposed to this whole, am I really a bad guy at heart? Which I'm not, I don't buy as much. Well, the thing is funny is, like again, if you use this in the movie 48 hours kind of framework they have a real good dynamic to like beef off of which they don't get into the depth of the of the beef right like number one when cap gave the shield to sam where the soldiers right there nodding for him to like to have it so like easily sam like he's like hey well he didn't think it was my worth which is his motivation to have but sam easily should be like yo man you was right there too you know, you don't want to pass it off. Why did you say something did? You know, like well, they don't have that back and forth on that particular subject where I think that is where you'd be like, yeah, what, what's happening? You know, like that's well, that's the meet up. Maybe maybe Bucky was OK with him taking the shield and being like, OK, Sam's going to be the new and, and he should have it. But when Sam gives it up, he's like, well, dude, I would have at least taken it and ran with it. I would have honored his legacy. I would. I you gave it up and he didn't choose me because he thought you could have done a better job. You were more worthy. Well, then Bucky, he probably knew that Bucky had that guilt behind him still. Cause at which we, it's apparent on the beginning of the episode. Strong possibility. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he, he knew that he still had some stuff to work through, but yeah, eventually, uh, who knows? Maybe in the MCU that eventually Bucky will get the shield. And, and I also do think it's, it's weak what they're doing with, with Sam, with all these, like it's okay to use the scene with Isaiah, I think, and and show how the military exploited. Put him in jail. The very first. Uh, yeah, it was very Tuskegee. Right. Yes. Like, yes. You're introducing a racial component into that without having to do these cheap ass stereotypical. I can't get a bank loan. The cops are asking <laughs> for my ID. Are you harassing this man? My ancestor right. was harassed too. I'm waiting for next 
episode where the sheriff's daughter, he's dating the daughter, and you're like, we don't take kindly to your... Like, you don't touch that, son. I That's mean, right. it just seems so caricatured. Yeah. Whereas you've got enough realness there with that you could play with and, and, and really get the racial component apart, uh, over without needing to beat us over the head with it every five minutes right. with little comments here and there that just seem extraneous. Yeah, I mean, only that needs to happen now is for Rosa Parks to come in like, I was an American <laughs> hero, too. You can do it. You can do it, Sam. Pick so, up the shield. Yes, that's what I want. I, I want Sam being conflicted about representing this country because of who he is, uh, coming up in a world that didn't necessarily that, that don't, doesn't necessarily embrace him, and Bucky trying to figure out who he is and seeing that, yeah, Cap thought enough of you, didn't think of that of me, and... I just want to make sure Steve's legacy is honored. Not that I think deep down he's wrong about me and I'm really a bad guy at heart. It just seems like the character motivations are a little, the way they're portraying them. Maybe it, it all course corrects, but it's a little weak. Yeah, I, but I still kind of want to have uh, a Sam and Isaiah Bradley kind of like confab. We talk somewhere. Maybe like Isaiah knocks some sense into Sam. Oh, I think Isaiah's coming back. Yeah, yeah. I, I want him to come back because I want to explore more of that dude. Because they, they like, probably yeah. will, will definitely. Yeah, that's a it. typical movie foreshadowing where it's like, "You get out of here! I'm not gonna." Yeah. And then, of course, like the next episode, he comes up and it's mm-hmm. like, "Like, yeah. right?" You talk to like, well, "Is the same yeah. cap shield we see on beach together?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, same, same shield. Hey. <laughs> hey, look, I got a question for you guys: Is Steve Rogers dead? No. They well, never, no, well, because they, 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 they haven't said it at all. I thought the same thing, but it's like, wait, is he dead or is he still around? I mean, why couldn't he come like say, hey, Falcon, <laughs> what the hell, man? I gave you that damn shit. <laughs> His wife is is gone. Like Bucky could have at least visited him. Like you know, hey, Steve, do you still see things? Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm waiting this. for like a, can, a shot, like, kind of like what they did with Bucky at the beginning, where they showed the TV news thing, and then Steve sitting like going. <laughs> his jaws to the floor you know it's like what the heck? so I, I thought about this I was like I wanted to ask this on the show I was like is Steve Rogers dead I mean I didn't that's a good question was, but you got a point I mean in the continuity that they use it there's no way to really tell that I'd have to assume no but there's no way to really tell that right um, we don't know how far after the blip we are I suppose but I would assume maybe like five years would be I a think safe it's within that yeah I was trying to figure out the timeline and I think it's just right within that window like if you're going by the spider-man everyone popped back up that was well, no, I'm going in game he was already alive he he quits and then he has to dance with his girl right but then you see spider-man where everyone comes back from the blip right right and I want to say, oh man! But I no, everybody's say, back from the blip, right? But in game, but we're trying to we're trying to establish a time frame. Because you have it in Spider Man, you also have it in Wandavision, where everybody's coming back from the blip as well. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, wait, all right, go ahead. No, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a safe estimate that it's about five years. Okay, okay. Well, then, yeah, I think he, I would I would venture to say he's still alive, but will he come on this show? Unless they do some weird silhouette, I don't see him doing it. I want to come back and have him smack Sam in the face. He should. He should. Well, are we ruling out that there won't be a cameo at some point in time by old Unless Captain he's America? dead. I mean, what if his cameo is like a gravestone? <laughs> That'd be messed up. Don't you think if he was dead that they might have mentioned it by now? That's what I'm thinking, too. 
Unless like, unless we don't know exactly when this is taking place. But it does seem kind of weird that not even a phone call. <laughs> like, Peggy's right. dead at this point, right? Right. right. So okay. They haven't referenced him. They haven't talked to him. They're, they, it seems like they're talking about him like he has passed. He must like, have passed. Because, now, now you say that because wasn't there a scene at the beginning where he's she looks at Bucky's phone like there's not even 10 numbers in here. And Sam has called you like. 20 times like even though they supposedly hate each other didn't she say you haven't called back sam yeah and you think steve would have texted him too right or called yeah, yeah at least yeah well he's up. he's like 80 now he don't know how to text <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true yeah Damn maybe, phone, i can't figure it out maybe he just walked what's, away what's a tiktok <laughs> bucky you want to dance <laughs> you could be the bottom <laughs> he's over at the post office i want to send a telegram <laughs> like, excuse me sir western yes, union you to, yes did you hear bucky what call me saying? back i'll oh, stop back to me with the note on his leg sam the shield what the hell <laughs> stop 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 stop, stop. stop. <laughs> seriously stop <laughs> All right, y'all. So as we're kind of wrapping this up, it sounds like um, I, I want to leave with the listeners with some trivia, and maybe you guys can figure this out. But it's it's kind of interesting if you notice the cell number that uh, Baron Zemo was in. Did y'all notice the cell number for that? I did not. Eight six seven five three zero nine. It is. It is. It is. It is what Sharon's is phone. No, it's not. It's uh, <laughs> eight six seven five three zero nine. No, it's uh, actually the number is two one eight seven. Does that ring a bell to anybody? Because it's 21817 on an undercover cop. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I just remembered I can't curse. <laughs> oh, cr- no, we already said. No, 2187. Does that ring a bell? 2187. Two no. Is that some code that he had in his own uh, layer? Oh, not, not in that. It is. Uh, do you remember Finn from the new Star Wars stuff? Yes. Okay. That was his Stormtrooper number, FN2187. Oh, wow. But there's more. The cell number in which Princess Leia was imprisoned on the original Death Star was 2187. Ah. So you say Zemo's on the Death Star? That'd awesome. be badass, How actually. Awesome would that be? <laughs> Falcon, can you fly the No, space? this is just Disney trying to unify the all Death their Star. properties. He's on the Battlestar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah, Galactica? <laughs> no. Battlestar, oh, Battlestar Galaga. Oh, Hoskins. <laughs> oh. Battlestar Hoskins. LeVar, LeVar Hoskins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, my goodness. That no, dude. just a, a funny little trivia I, I noticed. I, like I have to watch okay. it. I was like, 2187. I was like, why does that sound familiar? I had no idea. Yeah, so this is like the THX thing where they work in that number all the yeah, time. Yeah, it must, it must be because, like, guess what? Like, after this particular series, then you have The Bad Batch comes out in May, from what I remember. It was the Bad Batch is like a spinoff from like the Clone Wars stuff. So it almost makes it's like kind of like they're tying, trying to tie things together for the year, which is interesting. Okay, but yeah, just to kind of throw that out there. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Two one eight seven. You had me. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Make that your next pin number. Zemo. Zemo. Two one eight seven. Zemo. Yes, he's credited for appearing in this episode, and also Sharon Carter is a. Uh, uh, she's credited with appearing in the last uh, what five episodes? Four episodes? Five. Okay. So that means she'll be the next. She'll be the cliffhanger for the next episode. Oh, Steve told me to tell you what you did with this shoe. Well, I, I guess that might have to be what it is. But it okay. Might, yeah, yeah. All right. So just to kind of finally finish up, to put that period in the sentence, let's go around the table, around the room, around the world, whatever you want to call it, and <laughs> figure out what did you guys think of episode two of this series? Episode two of six. 
Two of six. Two of six. There's only six. Well, I'll let the comic guru go first. Oh. Should we do it like the Coke? Like you, your old Coke rating? Oh, my Coke. Okay, like like new Coke. New Coke, Coke yeah, Classic. Yeah, new Coke, Diet Coke. Diet Coke, Zero Coke Zero. It might take another 20 minutes just to explain the Coke system. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> really sweet. Somewhat sweet. It's okay. Mexican Not Coke. that good. <laughs> I, would give it, I would give it a classic Coke. I would I would say like and that's if, the top rated Coke yeah, in our I, opinion. I would say it's a, it, it's it's high because of what they had to do for this particular episode. They did very well, which is introduce a lot of people, still have the action, and then still move the story forward. This, like you said, there's still some weird parts, but yeah, I think it's still a solid episode. Like so far, it's just a really solid series. So yeah, I give it like a if I had to give it like a like a scale of one to ten, eight, an eight, okay. And I'll agree with that. I'll say an eight as well. And if I had to put it on your Coke scale, I'll put it at Mexican Coke. Mexican I, Coke. I think it's a little bit higher than classic Coke because it doesn't have the high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> it has all that all natural sugar. <laughs> and But no, I really enjoyed it because I, I, I really was laughing. I, I enjoyed it. The, the interaction between those two guys. I'm glad they met up finally. You know, even though they had the, the you know, it was a little contentious when they first met. Right. They had the whole argument about wizards. I, I love that Doctor Strange <laughs> I, I is, like a, that, is a yeah. wizard. Yeah, big three. He, a sorcerer is a wizard without a hat. I thought that was funny. But I was laughing throughout this episode. And I love those two guys' dynamic because you know, you know, they don't get along, but it's like some deep down somewhere they do get along. They had that unifi- that unifying person in Cap, and whether he's gone or he's still around or something or whatever, there's still something binding those two guys together, or else they wouldn't be in this episode together. So I enjoyed it. I thought the fight scene was cool. It was kind of like the, the parallel trucks with the Van Damme thing. So that was kind of without Van Damme straddling the two trucks. But I thought it was really cool. I, I enjoyed this episode. I, I'm glad to see these two guys together doing something. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, so I'll give it a Mexican coat. All right. Okay. I don't think it's a Mexican coat. I think it's a really well put together fountain drink. Like just nice and smooth. But not quite as good as Mexican Coke in the glass bottle. You, that's the top. Let top, me explain top. that. So, so that's new Coke for you. That is the best Coke available. There's the best Coke available. Is the Mexican Coke. All right. So you got Mexican Coke, Coke Classic, and when you you're yeah. at the restaurant and you got to mix the syrup and the soda water and the CO two together, you're talking about that mix, which I would put like below like canned Classic Coke, like a really good mix. It's, so got, it's close it's like to Classic right Coke. On. That's where I'd put it. Yeah. So it's about yeah, a exactly. three. It wasn't perfect, but it was. It went down smooth. You know what I mean. So okay. that's how I would put it. And I forgot to put it on my scale one today. I said eight. Uh, Lee, where'd you put it? Yeah, scale I give it like a end? seven, maybe six and a half. Ten being the best, one being like eh. All right, cool. Scale one to ten. All right, Danny. You I got? you know what? I like this one probably even more than I like the last one. I, I would say like I like every single time I watch these, especially when I know we're going to cover them. The first thing that happens on Friday morning when I wake up and I have my coffee is I put these on. Like, whatever show it is, it's WandaVision, it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier, whatever, Mandalorian, I put it on, and I'll have it on the background while I'm having my coffee and checking my email and everything like that. And generally, I can do what I'm doing and kind of have it on the background and kind of check in as I need to look and just hear it, and then I'll watch it again where I can just focus. I found myself stopping what I was doing and just watching this because I was just engaged in what they were doing. So it was really, really well done. The acting... The action sequences, everything just works with this series so well. It's it's just the writing sometimes gets away from them. And that's the only reason to me that it, it keeps it from being a, a perfect 10. Like there's that point in there where like Lee referenced it earlier. We're, we're free agents. We don't work. Y'all, y'all guys, y'all work for the government. Y'all 
have to go through all this red tape. We're free agents. We get to do whatever we want to do. And I'm like, well, let me get straight. You're using government technology, government transportation. You're interviewing government witnesses and there's no ties to the government. I mean, they are jumping out of government planes. <laughs> Red Wing is government technology. That's how they're tracking them. They're going to go talk to Baron Zemo. I oh, mean, yeah, and Torres is government issue. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're making, yes, they're making Bucky go to government counseling. I mean, the government is all over this thing. So there's that element to it that I don't necessarily, like, we're just, sometimes it just seems like the writing kind of gets away from them. Not much, but just a little bit. You know, if, you, if you're paying attention, like, eh, something about that just doesn't gel. They're not free agents. They're clearly being helped. And the other part of it that I, again, they got to ease up a little bit on the racial issue. I mean, it's just I over the head, over the head. It kills the subtlety of it when you, and hopefully, like I said, that's where it's going, where it's like, man, it's just so much of it that you kind of, you want you want to have that impact, like yeah, this is a major decision because I'm dealing with it. But when you're just beating people over the head with it, I mean, you, I mean, we're at a point right now where the government's racist because they took the shield away from him, lied and gave it to a white dude. The police are racist. <laughs> the people owning the banks are racist. I mean, every single stretch along the way thus far, we've in- encountered. Even the little kids are taught racism. Right. Well, and, and, but I mean, that's like innocent <laughs> racial humor, I suppose. <laughs> I, I don't know. But Sam makes comments that are very thoughtful from time to time where he kind of alludes to America having a troubled history, shall we say. I mean, there, there was one part in there where he made a, a comment that where he said something about government resources and like, yeah, usually said by people with all the resources or something like right, that. Right. And I can't yeah. remember what the line was. But there again, a poignant comment, and then it hints at, yeah, there's something bubbling underneath here. And then so hopefully when it comes out, it's just going to like, yeah, I totally get his motivation. But it just kind of seems like they're beating you over the head with it to the point that you've heard it so much now. You're like, ugh, dude, again with this? Y'all just keep working it in every five minutes. You know, let let the characters stand on their own for a little bit. You don't have to. Then again, I don't know where they're going. So maybe I'm wrong about what Sam's motivations is ultimately going to be for not taking up the shield originally. But I, I hope that's what it is, because that seems to me to make the most sense. Yeah, sometimes the writing gets a little sloppy. But other than that, I think I think this is really the humor's there. The chemistry is there. The acting is uh, top notch. The action sequences have been unbelievable. I, and, you know, to go along with that, I think that in this episode, too, I think the action sequences were just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was too much. It was like it was just enough action, but it was just enough humor, and all everything was kind of felt kind of balanced. With I mean, when, when John Walker sh- throws the shield and catches Lavar as he's falling off the truck, yeah, that and was boom, cool. he lands yeah. on the shield, and that's how he saves him. I'm like, oh wow, that's yeah. really well. Done. Like I never even thought about it. Like the whole idea that you could save somebody using the shield like that—that's just inventive. Yeah, and he obviously controls the shield well because you see it in the episode where he's throwing at targets. And stuff. Yeah, they showed his practice and stuff. But he does he do they say that he has that he's a super soldier? No, they don't straight out say it. Yeah, they don't that's, straight out no. Say even that. he said, even he said it. He's like, I don't have any super abilities or you know anything like that. Yeah, he's right. Like super tech. He I wouldn't be every, surprised yeah. if that's kind of false. If that's kind of misleading. Because like it kind of seemed like again in this episode they kind of made you like I, I went into it wanting to hate the dude. And as they kind of set him up and they kind of introduce the character and you're interviewing him and you start to see him relate, you're like, okay, he's a good dude at heart, but he's a goofy uh, dude. But at the very end of it, yeah, all of a sudden you see 
the claws come out of that kitty. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay out of my way. Well, here's where I'm predicting. I'm predicting uh, the new Captain America and Battlestar are on the side of the power brokers, which is also on the side of the government, and then a Falcon and Winter Soldier on the side of the fal- flag sm- or the, I guess the offshoots flag smashers. I guess maybe or the flag smashers. I I, ins- I vision that b- uh, battle building up. Yeah, hmm. that's what's going to happen. Well, that means too that there's going to be like, yeah, they have to introduce a bigger bad. And then Isaiah comes out and he says he has one last ride in him and, and decides to kick some butt. I, you know what? But what would make Isaiah want to come? If Isaiah is the inspiration for him to become Captain America, that means they have to have this nice heart to heart racial speech, which I would probably. With Sam, probably. Throw up. But <laughs> He's probably going to say something like, you know, but it was harder for me. You know what I mean? Like, if if if, if that's the speech that I'm pretty sure I'm going to hear. Do it for yeah. those of us that can't, Eli. You don't understand. It let me read. Do it for who, we, who can't do me, it now. They didn't let me go out and work in the field. Yeah. Like, but like, would uh, you have such a negative opinion of that speech that you know is probably coming? It's coming. I, it, it's a good guess, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. Would you have such a negative opinion, like I said before, which is a, a criticism of mine, if they haven't already beaten you over the the head with this so much well yeah okay that's fair that's a fair question if it came from like roadie being war machine and then saying like i said the first time i i am iron man you know like there's no tony i would be the next iron man but i gotta figure out my own way and like you know blah 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 america's divided totally get that this guy comes out he's way old school we're talking way old school. That means that when he has the conversation with Sam about having the shield and whatnot, that's going to be the most relatable guy, but he doesn't relate to him because he didn't even know Isaiah existed. Like, that's going to be the real crazy part of that. But if it came from heroes strictly, yes, I think it would have more impact than doing the basic... I'm watching you. I'm a cop and you black and, you know, I'm not giving you a loan. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they would have more impact coming from black heroes who are already in the spot where somebody else had the mantle, but they're still carrying it as best as they can. And that's the spot that they would want him to be in. And if only Sam would just spit it out, just completely spit it out without having all of the subtleties of what happens to him. I think that I could get behind the character even more so because if that's how you're trying to connect to me at that point, it's like, come on, just you do it hero stuff already. <laughs> you know, like if you feel you don't like the country and this and that, stop doing the hero stuff. Just walk away. Just walk away. Just walk yeah, away. like sun's getting kind of low, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, you know? but I mean, War Machine doesn't have the same War Machine taking over the Iron Man. Like, we, and and we're not saying that he did because he he's you've never seen that. But let's say that's what happens is that Rhodey is taking on the the Iron. Yeah, I mean, man, like he's no scientist, right? But that does not have the same impact as Captain America. America. Yeah. Ooh, a and, symbol, and now, a corporate symbol. It, <laughs> a right. government uh, symbol. Whatever yeah, I mean, you're, you're representing a country that you have mixed feelings about. I totally get that. I think that's a great motivation. and What an awesome way to go ahead and set up that character. And what a great subject to explore, it, it, especially today. I mean, what a great subject to go ahead and explore. But you're cheapening where you're going if you keep... Hammering it. Hammering it with these same old cliches that you've seen in 
a thousand different movies. I say this on the and then like and I'll we'll be wrap good. it. Yeah, we'll wrap it. Yeah. All Sam needs to do is give like a Rambo like speech about how he feels about the country because he doesn't address it. We just happen to be poignant enough. We just know to, that there's like tension there. Exactly. But he hasn't outright explicitly it said say it. it. So uh, if yeah, you're yeah. a person who's just watching the show, and you're just like, why is all this crazy stuff happening to him? And when they ask him every episode something about this, she's like, man, get off. I want to talk about that. Like, I, th- I thought know. his line was brilliant where he said, can y'all just accept that I, I did, did right what I thought was right at the time? I thought that was a brilliant line. And I'm like, Oh man, that's that's a really well stated line, and I'm waiting. And he's like, "Man, I don't have time." Exactly. <laughs> that's like, oh! exactly it. I was so sucked into that scene, and it just uh just took it right out. Because that that scene in particular set up all these different scenes to set up where he has to confess or say something, and it he doesn't say it. But you know what? It sounds like the whole premise of this episode is like Sam not willing to commit. And I, and I think that's, that's part. fair. And he's maybe, not committing to the statement. He's not committing to the Captain America role. He's not committing to this whole thing, which maybe in the next four episodes we find out. Like the the this fact that he didn't continue what he was going to say. He's like, man, I'm done. It was oh man, like it, it wasn't. I wasn't it. angry. It right. was like I wanted to hear him say. You it. Wanted him to he say it. Cheated. I not cheated. It's like you want him how, to commit. You want him to say say it. Just freaking say it. Yeah. I, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to. I mean, it's it's, it's episodic television. So you're waiting for it to come along. So, yeah, it, you still have four more episodes to go. So I, I, I didn't feel cheated, but I did. I wanted to hear it right then and there. And that just goes to show how much they've made you connect. Always with. leave them wanting more. more that's right? that's right. the patriotic hero 101 is you give that speech where you stand and you're just like, I want more for my country, but I just can't get it because my country don't love me. Don't want as more for me. My country. That's right. You know, something like that. You're like, yeah, that boy been in the wall. That, that, that boy good. That boy good. good. That boy yeah. Get him, Sam. Get yeah. him. Like, that's what you want. That's, that's right. it. Randy Watson. I think we all agree that's coming. Yeah, yeah it right. is. In the next four episodes, we're going to get that. But, you know, like get it early, I'd be happy. So that brings us to the end of this segment. Uh, so let us know your thoughts about this Falcon and Winter Soldier episode. And we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, guys, if you want to learn more about the Magic Our Way podcast, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions on anything we've talked about, you can do so through the following ways. Shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com. Leave us a call or text mess- message us at one 815 weekend Yes, that is 1-815-MO-WEEKEND-669-4226. And, of course, we have a couple of guys do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, hey, Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com, I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out, experience it for yourself, and you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you. 
and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics, Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com, comic book guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com, right now. Lightfield out. Man, I tell you, that pumps me up every time, all the time, anytime. But you can also follow a link to this podcast so you get all the synergy every time you go to the Ivory Comics website. So you don't miss an episode of the Magic Highway Podcast. So get on that. Get on that. It's good stuff. And like you said, we got on YouTube too like this. Everything's just kind of like collapsing in a very beautiful way. Convalescing, in itself. If we you just, will. Yes. Daddy. I like that convalescent. Yeah. That's it. We're branded, mm-hmm. daddy. We're yeah. branded. It's good stuff. Brandon who? Brandon Lee. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. And, and the Frazier. Yeah, and the Frazier. Watch out for your bubby. You can also find me on Facebook. There, Eli H. Ivory. As long as you're a real person, cool. As long as you're a bot, get on out the way. <laughs> you know, unless you're... Yeah, anyway, get on out the way. No, you... you <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not opening up that. You day. don't want no bots. A bot is a guy that can't get no friends. For me. No. I don't know Mm-mm. you... Who you with? Use them fake recognition software. All right, I'm moving on. Gotcha. So uh, you can also <laughs> Kevin see. Kevin waved you on. She's like, yes. Kevin's like, get out. Come on. So uh, you can also follow Project Geisha on Facebook. So that's facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Uh, Instagram, I'm there. Uh, sharing things, posting up hearts and likes. So you can find me at EIB504. And of course, on Twitter, and we find at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, then you're just bringing me the gladness, touch free or not. Thank you very much. And look, if you want to book a vacation so that you can take part in the testing. If you want to book a vacation because you had the vaccination. Oh, oh you can do so through Lee of Magical Moments Vacation. For Lee. some relaxation. Yeah, for some relaxation. Well, mm. Tell me how to do this, sir. All right, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-ZEMO. Zima? Zika? I don't know. 832 Ezekiel. ZMOs. Ezekiel. Look <laughs> at that Ezekiel virus. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can email me at lee at magicarway.com. Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash lostavicatravel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at you got a friend in Lee Travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasselvika. In addition, there are so many ways to support the show as a whole. You can find them all on our website, magicourway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. Summer weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quahirini. My name is Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's got a mouthful of checks, Max. I do. <laughs> and I'm Danny. Magic app. <laughs> 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 I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Chex Mex? <laughs> Maybe? Hey, this is Eli from the Magic Outway Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, talking Disney, and drawing, I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. Some good stuff. <laughs>